this episode is brought to you by Anchor. If you haven't heard of Anchor, it is the easiest way to make a podcast. Like anybody can do it. It has everything you need in one place. Let me explain. Anchor has tools that allows you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. When you host on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms such as Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and so much more. It is everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And best of all, Anchor is totally free. Download the Anchor app today or go to anchor.fm to get started with your own podcast. I'm excited to listen to yours. Now here is mine. Hey friends, welcome back to Let's Chat with JBax. This podcast will encompass fitness, mindset, and lifestyle. This is our podcast, and when I say it, I truly mean it. Whatever you want me to talk about, send me a message on Instagram, and I would love to bring it to these episodes. In these episodes, I spit some mad fire from my mouth to your ears of my thoughts, experiences, and tips that I have developed along the way. We will laugh, sometimes cry, always, <laughs> and let's take on this journey together. Now, this episode is what 2020 has meant to me. And reflecting on this episode before beginning to record, wrote down some thoughts, some ideas, some experiences that took about two full hours of reflection. And holy shit, am I ready to share what 2020 has meant to me. 2020 has been one hell of a year. 2020, I went through so many phases. 2020 was a fucking bitch. 2020 was also a fucking queen. It allowed me for personal growth and advancements that I wouldn't have seen for another three to five years. 2020 showed me myself. It showed me that I have to love myself because if I didn't this year, I don't think I would have made it. In 2020, I have found myself, made deeper friendships, laughed, cried, lost myself, grounded myself, found myself. I watched beauty of love and light and sadness and happiness. I lost friendships. I was in toxic relationships. I lost myself. I cried, was confused, full of anxiety, full of deep love for myself and deep love for others. I found myself again. I smiled so big it hurt. I went to sleep knowing what I wanted in life and I woke up confused 
on where I fit in within this world. I looked up more, cherished my life more, read a book, listened to a lot of music, lost myself, cried and was silent, journaled and reflected, meditated, found myself, changed my clothing style, started a podcast, connected with so many beautiful souls, found that I have to love myself and be kind to myself to overcome any hardships that come into my life. I have to be brave and bold and look out for myself and not take shit from anyone and to tell my story authentically and purely. 2020 made me me. We are going to go on a journey, my friends. <laughs> 2020 was a whole blur of a year, but I think it's important to call it milestones within our 2020. I am so excited to reflect and share 2020 with you because a lot of you have made a huge impact in my life or you've seen me in each phase on Instagram to an extent. I am grateful to be here today and throughout 2020, I was in my house a lot, and I also was out and saw people. Most of it was in my house, and I share most of those highlights. But a lot of the things I learned was in the house. Because I'm bored in the house, and I'm in the house, bored. <laughs> so with that being said, January 1st, 2020, I went to an amazing concert, first and last concert of the year, and have so many nostalgic memories from that night, full of beauty and light and love. January 10th, 2020, I broke up with my boyfriend of four and a half years. Sadness, calmness, relief, heartbroken that I was letting go of someone that I cared deeply about, but knowing it was right for the both of us. February 12th, 2020, I went on my first date with a stranger. And February 12th, 2020, I realized I was not ready to find someone because I needed to find myself, reinvent myself, because I knew I need better for myself. And I would work on myself best by only having to rely on myself. February 22nd, 2020. I went to LA and watched the sunset on a rooftop overlooking the ocean. I rode in a Ferris wheel in the sky. I went to a lake house vibe 
bar <laughs> that made me feel alive. I got lost and laughed with my friends, making our way home to our Airbnb. I puked in a bush, and I flew home, excited for the year ahead with friends and memories. March 13th, 2020. People at work were starting to get told to not come in for the next week. What's the coronavirus? I went to a comedy club that night. I thought the bouncers were having an impromptu joke, telling us it was canceled because of COVID. I walked in and I was like, you're funny. I get it. You know, it's a joke. I love impromptu, but let us in. They were like, no, we're, we're literally not joking. We made our way back there anyways. Found out they really weren't joking. They said, go home. After giving us a free drink for driving out. March 16th. 2020. Working from home for the week turned into working from home until further notice. The dates start to blur after this. And 2020 began its phases. The TikTok phase. Dancing, sweating, laughing, beers. Wine, not leaving the house. The tanning phase, being outside in a bikini at any time, all Saturday and Sunday, lunch breaks, not leaving the house. The attempt to leave phase, went to a beach, secluded, away from others, beaches closed from 11 to 5 for safety, back to not leaving the house. The workout phase. Six to seven days a week of working out, sometimes even twice a day. Eating clean every single day of the week. I don't know if you guys noticed or not, but there was a period that I was fucking shreddy. And as I loved her and love me now, my body doesn't fully look like that. But I for real love my body right now. It's fucking bomb. <laughs> love every phase you're in. The plan a trip phase. I went to Denver in May. After not seeing anyone aside my roommates since March. Three months. I was looking forward to connection and interaction and deep feelings. I left confused and broken and like I didn't know who I was or where I belonged. I put a lot of expectations on this trip and thought I would get everything I needed. But I left unsure of it was anything I wanted at all and that I needed to restart. 
the FaceTime phase. I FaceTimed friends and family every day. I would get off work at 5. I would FaceTime until 11 p.m. One to two to four people a day. I was building relationships. Old, existing, and new. I had a fire inside of me after all of these connections. I felt so close from so far away. And I needed this type of connection from my friends who were there to lift me up, laugh with me, and grow with me. I 100% believe that my friendships are stronger today because of this entire year of connecting with them. The reconnected phase. I went home to see my parents for the first time since January in mid to late June. I FaceTimed them every single day since COVID started. I hadn't seen my friends since December of 2019. I hadn't seen my friends since after my breakup. And for those of you who don't know me, my friend groups overlap. But it was good going to see a friend whose relationship between us grew over quarantine and FaceTime. It was good to see friends that I could reconnect with. I walked in surprised that there were so many people that I didn't think I would see. And I was able to connect with them. And then I saw my parents and I cried because it was something familiar and something that I needed so much. The excitement phase. My sister tells me she's pregnant. <laughs> oh my God, I'm gonna cry. <laughs> and I never knew that I would feel this excited to have a niece, a little baby that my amazing sister made in her amazing body. Is that gross to say? No way. No, it's fucking amazing. She's making a baby, growing a baby inside of her. It's whatever. And knowing that little being inside of her will always know that she is loved and strong and worthy and deserves nothing but the best because she is the best. Whew, wow, that was the first half of the year, my friends. Wow. I only cried a little bit at the end there and like all happy tears. Oh. Okay, let's take a quick motherfucking break <laughs> and we will get back starting off with the silent phase. This podcast is brought to you by your own mind. Yes, your mind right there. It is so powerful and so strong, and I think it deserves to be highlighted. I challenge you to do something creative this week. Whatever it may be, whatever your outlet is, whether it's painting, 
or drawing or singing or dancing or writing, do something creative to challenge your mind and to instill greatness in what you do and what your mind allows your hands, your eyes, your mouth, your body to accomplish. We are all creative in our own ways. And even if not everyone's as creative as us, we should show that because it's pretty fucking bomb to get your mind to work and be creative as fuck. My creativity is writing poems to myself, being kind to myself, if that is something creative, I guess. Challenge yourself this week. You guys have an amazing new year ahead. The silent phase. Things were quiet on this phase. I was quiet on this phase. I was doing a lot of self-reflection. I was journaling, talking, feeling, reading, educating myself on subjects I never used to. I learned what it was like to run out of gas and be calm about it. I became more patient. I cooked a little more. In the podcast phase, Ayo, I started a podcast. Because, like, why the fuck not? I like to talk. I have shit I want to say. And I like to say a lot. I've been through my own journey. And I want to share it with others. PSA. We all have stories to tell. My motto. You know I have a few. Be kind. Look up, people. But also, you deserve to be seen. Yes, you. You and your amazing body, your amazing words, and your incredible stories. Everyone's journey has a piece of others' journeys. A way we can all relate. I bought a mic for $20. I googled quote-unquote, how to start a podcast. And then I put out my first episode. We are season two, episode total of 16, and over 2,200 listens since July. That's over 2,000 listens in five months. Like, thank you. Holy shit. Oh, so grateful for you guys. San Diego. I went to San Diego on a whim with a third-party friend. It was a, hey, you want to go to San Diego? Yeah, sure. Here's the Airbnb, and I bought my flight. See you in three weeks. Y'all, I am the most spontaneous person ever. When I need a change of scenery and energy, something unknown that promotes individuality, responsibility, growth, I am there. I felt like I was able to truly be my new self that I was finding myself to be. 
I am more open. I am kinder. I affirm those around me. I encourage a deeper conversation. I laugh more, speak my mind, learn to not speak, learn to be more present, and take a deep breath. I learned to surf and bought some dope crystals from a tent. The guy said to me, let it choose you. And I feel that with a lot of things, especially now, even when I'm ordering things on the menu. I left this trip like, wow, I can truly be myself alone and with others. And it was pretty dope to realize that. Then came the confusion phase. I started feeling off, like I couldn't be myself. I felt suffocated and lost and anxious and crying constantly. And even with a routine and journaling, I was sad. I wasn't mad at myself. I wasn't sad with myself. I felt the energies around me in relationships that were being challenged started to affect me. I found myself starving myself, not on purpose, but because I would rather be alone and in my room than to be seen. I found myself questioning who I was and if who I was was good enough. I then found myself so broken and so trampled on and so full of deep frustration and confusion. The amount of times I called my mom or my friends completely sobbing, totally startling them. Because where was this coming from? This positive and joyous and grateful person was sobbing uncontrollably as if nothing was going to make it stop. This whole stream of this phase. I reread journal entries. I am so kind to myself. I reinstated greatness each day. That yes, things are hard right now, but always learn something about myself. I learned more about my own anger. I learned that productivity does not equal my worth and that slowing down is something myself needs. I learned about patience more. I learned that my emotions are best when I reflect before I react. I had an argument that I had to leave the house for. And I went to the beach completely frustrated and upset and unsure of what to do. But I went to the beach. It's what I needed for myself. I needed to ground myself, be outside, be alone, listen to music and reflect within a journal. 
I learned to take a deep breath. I learned that sometimes you just have to let it go. I learned that communication is a luxury. And it is so powerful. I learned to say less. Learned about chakras and energies in our body. I meditated more and focused on my thoughts. Learned that I will not stop being me for someone else. That it's all about perspective. And learning to communicate with others is super important. And to try and understand others. People who are close in our life have different ways to communicate. And it's important to note those things. Revive and Thrive began in every virtual class since the beginning. Gives me life, y'all. The magical time phase. I came home for two weeks in September for my sister's wedding. I saw a few friends and had deep connections. The weekend of my sister's wedding was so magical. I loved and cried and sang and danced and will always remember and reflect on a magical weekend for my sister who deserves that love. I hammocked in parks and I journaled a lot. I listened to great music and I felt so myself and so vibrant. In October, I spent a week in Phoenix with my friend and it was the most refreshing time to enjoy each other. Working from home, we drank and ate well, and live in a space together for a week. I went to Yosemite and felt so grounded and peaceful. I felt alive. I felt adventurous. I felt joy and gratitude. The pain phase. I started experiencing weird neck and back pain. Working from home has not been so kind to my upper back extremity. I also had to have difficult conversations that left me feeling alone from those closest to me. A cause that isn't seen eye to eye But where my values stand, express your emotions and thoughts, even if they're different. November, a whole phase. I turned 26. I woke up and sobbed to an amazing video that my best friend made me of people close around me. The next day, I was like, this is 26? It's a number that is past 25, for those of you who didn't know. 
25 feels one way, and 26, honestly, felt a little different. It was just a, okay, yeah, I'm getting a little older now. Keep doing you. You're doing great. On my birthday weekend, we went to a cabin in Tahoe, got stuck in the snow, took 12 hours to get home. And as I want to say, that sucked. As we say, 2020 sucked. It's all about perspective. I learned that my tires need 52, 47, 16 chains from my boy Oscar, who snowblowed the three foot of snow from the back of my car. Had a man with a mop in the snow help me get unstuck because I couldn't get up a hill. And I learned that you can laugh and cry and sit in silence and cry some more and eat a sandwich all day. And you can see the stars not too far from where I'm at in Northern California. And that if you be patient and upbeat about a situation, it does not have to totally suck. I enjoyed a weekend of pure relaxation, which I had never just sat around in an Airbnb for 90% of the trip. But you do not need to go, go, go to vibe. (laughs) I moved to the city. Hire movers. Really, it's so much easier. And it's not that much more expensive. And be nice to them, too. I reflected that it was a hard time. And it challenged my emotions and patience. Reflecting each night in my journal to reset myself as needed. Be kinder tomorrow, I said. Hug a little more. Those around you are fragile. Back to St. Louis for the holidays and having Thanksgiving with just my parents. Not doing anything but reading, listening, journaling, laughing, talking, some small self-care. That 112720 journal entry from last week, that's this. In December, there have been new energies, but a lot of rinse and repeat. No expectations, a lot of quiet time, some communication. There was a time in December where I was sad, like real fucking sad. And I cried and I slept and I woke up reflecting and working with myself because every day, every week, every month may feel different and it's not linear, but I am fucking crushing it. And I love that I have these emotions. This is being pre-recorded. So Christmas happens in the next few days with my family. And I'm so excited for this Christmas to be quiet and relaxing and cozy and be surrounded by the the immediate family that I so adore. And for the new year to come, however it may, 
with happiness and good vibes. I am grateful for this year. And to celebrate another year, 2021, to make 2021 the best year yet. Full of more growth for a new member of the family to join, for love, for life, for whatever it will throw me. This year, I learned that I don't owe anyone anything. Take everything with a grain of salt. You can be frustrated and disagree with someone, but that's not an argument. It's a deep conversation. Seek the best intentions in others. Reflect before you react. Be kind. Be your true self. Do not feed into negativity. Be open. Break society's script. Because who the fuck wrote that? Speak openly. Journal. Because you need to release that shit. Say what you mean. Mean what you say. If you don't like something or something bothers you, reflect on it and talk about it. And grow. Every fucking day. Thank you so much for spending 2020 with me. Whether it was on Instagram, in person, through this podcast. It meant a lot to me. And I want to dedicate this episode to all of my friends and family who literally have helped me through this year. Olivia, Hannah, Half Pint, Megan, Megan's, both of y'all, Kim, Kristen, Dane, Pat, Mom and Dad, and you too, sis. I am grateful for your love and your friendships, old, new, and renewed, and for what each of you bring to me. And on that note, <laughs> thank you all so much for listening to this episode of What 2020 Meant to Me. And if you would like to donate to Let's Chat with JBAX, Check the link in the description of this episode or the link in my bio. Give this a like, a rating, subscribe, whatever you want to do. But most importantly, message me on Instagram, J-B-A-X-F-I-T, and tell me what 2020 meant to you. Peace, love, y'all.